Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, fellow patriots, fellow occupants of the Basket of Deplorables. Great to have you along. Uh, You're just in time. We're getting underway with the second hour of the Bobby Mack Show on the Friday free-for-all, the all-skate, where you can uh, bring up any topic you care to on uh, this particular show, this particular day of the week. All you have to do is give me a call using the Ingalls Advantage talk line number 800-347-1063. Common Sense Retirement Planning text line number 71307 and my email address bob at 1063word.com. In on the uh, text line, Bobby, what were you trying to get in edgewise in that conversation where you kept saying in other words and uh, the caller Ray kept cutting you off? I would really want to know what other words you were talking about. Thank you. Please let me know. I'm listening 1063WORD rocks. <laughs> Hope so. Uh, I was merely trying to say it appeared that he was describing an effort to flood America with bogus ammunition designed to uh, damage your firearm. Uh, some other people uh, re- responded on that, uh, saying, uh, true, uh, no steel case ammo. Uh, that part is true. Uh, but another texture says Russian ammo is some of the best of the world. Russia is not sending any ammo to the United States. What he was talking about is not true. Uh, Bobby, what happened to the news earlier this week that uh, 96 percent of the test results were wrong? How come I never heard any more about it? Uh, was that fake news? Is it real? What's up with that? Uh, what's up is that the uh, mainstream media is not about to uh, make a big deal out of the published report from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention that stated that just 6% of COVID-19 deaths listed the only cause of death as coronavirus with no other pre-existing or underlying conditions. And I quote from the CDC website, for 6% of the deaths, COVID-19 was the only cause mentioned for deaths with conditions or causes in addition to COVID-19. On average, there were 2.6 additional conditions or causes per death. Okay? So for 6% of the deaths, COVID-19 was the only cause for deaths with conditions or causes in addition, on average, 2.6 additional conditions. So in other words, based on the CDC's data, not the 96% mentioned in the text, but actually 
percent of people who died with coronavirus had one or more underlying health issues. And the remaining 6% uh, died solely from COVID-19. Okay, so there's that. Back to the phones we go here on the Friday Free For All, beginning with Mary. She is our leadoff batter, and she is in Piedmont. Hi, Mary, and welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? So far, so good. So good. Uh, I wanted to give you a cautionary tale about the uh, Greenville Postal Service. Okay. Um, My husband needed to fill out a VA form uh, and get it to the Republican Senator Lindsey Graham's office. Mm-hmm. We uh, we thought we would walk to the office and deliver it, hand deliver it. Well, just so happens they weren't in the office that day. So I already had a stamp on the on the letter. So right. we were looking for a mailbox, a mail drop box, mm-hmm. and uh, we couldn't find one and. Just so happened we were walking down Falls Street over by the Deco building, and we saw a mail carrier parked along the side of the road. So we stopped and asked him, could you tell us where the nearest drop box is? And he said, well, it's two blocks down the street, but I'll be happy to take that for you. Mm -hmm. We said, are you sure? And he said, absolutely. Well, that was the beginning of August, and that form never made it to Lindsey Graham's office. Well, that's curious. Yeah, so we uh, we contacted Lindsey Graham's office and asked them, <clears throat> are you having issues? And they said, yes, we are. We can't seem to get our mail. And uh, when I called the USPS to make a complaint about it, they said, well, did you mail it certified mail? I said, ma'am, I told you I handed it to your postal worker. Right. It would be difficult to certify it. She said, well... Uh, there is no way that we can track your issue if you do not mail anything certified mail. So anyone who's going to mail a a mail-in ballot for this election, mm-hmm. you really do that certified mail. This is, uh, this is certainly a confidence builder for mail-in voting, isn't it, Mary? No, it's not. And I'm... I'm <laughs> yeah, I was being sarcastic. <laughs> no way. Yeah, this is this is suspicious on a number of levels. Now, I guess it I guess it's possible the mail carrier just misplaced the letter. Uh, but but look, this is this is obviously uh, important because it's something that uh, your husband is dealing with with a VA and yeah. and trying and I'm assuming trying to enlist the the assistance of Senator Graham. Uh, in his case, and and then the information never gets there. It, it's suspicious. It's suspicious on a number of levels to me, Mary. First of all, the fact that it never got there. But the other part is, and let me issue this caveat up front. As you as you probably are aware, I have been highly critical of some of the positions taken by Senator Graham, especially during his most recent term in office. Right. However. That being said, you would be hard-pressed to find a United States senator who does better constituent service than Lindsey Graham. If, if you've got a problem with the federal government and you let Senator Graham's office know about it, they are not going to drop the ball. They are going to follow through and do something about it. And, and I say that based on the experience of people who have told me about particular instances of problems they've had 
with various agencies of the federal government and how Senator Graham's office has helped them. So I'm, I'm critical of him on some issues, but, uh, you know, let's give credit where credit is due. His constituent service is among the best. So uh, I don't think that the letter actually got there and that Senator Graham's office dropped the ball. I think the explanation that you've arrived at, which is that the letter never got there, is the correct one. Yes, sir. And I, and I heard today uh, someone said that the, the Postal Service, if, uh, if they're a left-leaning postal worker, that they take the mail for a ride around the block, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, the the fellow that uh, is the election rigger uh, who was interviewed by the New York Post, and they had a big story last Saturday, and it's been all over the web, that's one of the, uh, the, the ways, one of the methods that they use uh, they they would find a uh, a ideological sympathetic mail carrier and in an area where they might presume that there were say a, a, a big number of Republican voters uh, there were male male uh, persons who were who were either paid or Are you still for, there? yeah I'm still here uh, they and and they would take. Uh, they would take they would take mail in ballots and just dump them. Nope, sorry, Mary, we we lost a connection with your phone. But uh, I would uh, I would contact Senator Graham's office by telephone, and and tell them uh, of what has happened, and that you are going to be sending another letter, and that one will be sent registered mail, so that one won't get lost in the shuffle, or otherwise. Uh, in on the uh, text line, uh, Bobby. If Biden were to say the Pledge of Allegiance, would he pause when he gets to the one nation under God part and say, well, you know that thing up there? Probably. He lives in a uh, land of confusion. Hey, that'd be a great channel for a song. Quarter after four here on the Bobby Mack Show. We go back to the phones when I come right back here on the TGIF edition on WORD. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? 
Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. 421 here in the TGIF edition, the Friday free-for-all on the Bobby Mack Show. Back to the phones momentarily, uh, but uh, at least one, an Antifa murderer is off the street. And when I say he's a murderer, I'm not accusing this guy uh, without uh, benefit of uh, a, a trial by jury. I am basing it on the fact that he has admitted to the murder of a Trump supporter in Portland last weekend. This from Fox News. An avowed Antifa supporter suspected in the deadly shooting of a Patriot Prayer member in Portland, Oregon, was killed Thursday night as a federal task force moved in to arrest him. Michael Forrest Reinol, 48, died in Lacey, Washington, outside Seattle, during an operation by a federal fugitive task force. The suspect was shot by law enforcement after drawing a gun and firing on officers. The Associated Press reported the task force was composed of personnel from the FBI and the U.S. Marshal Service. In a statement early this morning, the Marshal Service said the task force was acting on a murder warrant for Reinol obtained by Portland police. Initial reports indicate the suspect produced a firearm threatening the lives of law enforcement officers. Task force members responded to the threat and struck the suspect, who was pronounced dead at the scene. Portland police had obtained the warrant for him earlier in the day amid their investigation into the August 29th fatal shooting of Aaron J. Danielson, 39, on a night in which supporters of President Trump clashed with backers of the BLM movement in Oregon's largest city. Earlier in the day, Reinhold was quoted in an interview on the Vice, Vice website claiming he was a marked man. They're out hunting me, he said. There's nightly posts of the hunt where they're going to be hunting. They made a post saying the deer are going to feel lucky this year because it's open season on Michael right now. Uh, he told journalist Donovan Farley in the interview that he had no regrets about firing his weapon and killing the man last weekend. I was confident that I did not hit anyone innocent, and I made my exit. He has uh, now also made his exit from the planet, thanks to the Federal Fugitive Task Force. To the phones we go. Ben is next. He is in uh, Greenville. Hi, Ben, and welcome to the program. Hello, Mr. Bobby Mack. How are you doing today? So far, so good. All right, that's great to hear. Hey, uh, I, I was listening to a bumper uh, you guys played about 20 minutes ago that Donald Trump saying Biden's America and, and Biden saying uh, Donald Trump's America. And I, honestly, we're living in Saul Alinsky's America right now. Um, <laughs> and a key case in point is uh, I was reading an article uh, about two days ago about um, the uh, seven myths of the Breonna Taylor um, killing. Right. Um, and a couple things stood out to me. Uh, one, uh, people continue to say uh, she was asleep in her bed. Well, she wasn't. 
Um, she actually, they, they, you know, uh, she fell asleep in her bed in her boyfriend's arms, uh, heard her knocking on the door. Boyfriend gets up, grabs his pistol, thinking it's the person that, uh, that they, the police were hunting. Uh, the police basically did not serve a no, no not warrant. They did knock on the door. That's myth number two. Um, and the uh, boyfriend uh, shot the police, shot at the police, striking one in the leg. That's when the police uh, returned fire, uh, striking Brianna five times, not seven times, um, and killing her on the scene. Um, there's a reason why the officers have not been arrested, um, and it, it's a it's a legal shoot. Uh, if you're being shot at, um, it's it's kind of like being in combat. You uh, you cannot shoot unless shot upon. The officers did not shoot uh, because she was sleeping in her bed. They shot because they were shot upon, and one was struck in the leg. Correct. Um, which could have killed him. I mean, there's a lot of, there's a major artery through the leg. And sure. I think it actually nicked that artery as well. Um, so, uh, you know, the LeBron James of the world, Oprah Winfrey's, you know, Michelle Obama's of the world, you know, we're living in this, the, the big lie, you know, from, from Saul Alinsky's, uh Rules for Radicals, I believe. Yep. Um, and if you keep repeating that lie over and over again, it becomes true. Well, how many times have you heard that George Floyd had three times the fatal level of fentanyl in his system when he died? Um, dailywire.com. I heard that. Yeah, right. uh, it's just, uh, and like I said, if you want to look at the, the, the article, it's a brilliant article. It's about a five minute read, uh, dailywire.com. It's a, it's a great article. Well, I, and let me, and let me just add this to that particular case. Uh, the anti-drug task force, which was conducting those raids actually conducted raids at four separate locations on that day. Yes, sir. In only one was gunfire exchanged and that was the one where brianna taylor was killed and that's also the one where where her boyfriend and and good choice of boyfriends a drug dealer that's the one where her boyfriend shot first at the officers and and look i'm sorry but if you shoot at the police they are going to shoot back (laughs) again correct bobby and and one thing I, i will add to it as well um, you know, a lot of the, uh, the, the, the left-wing media, CNN, all that stuff, and their analysts will say, well, what does it matter if, uh, uh, let's just take uh, the, the Jacob guy, Jacob Blake, for example. What does it matter, right. his past criminal record? What does it matter? Well, you know, one of the, lies, one of the myths on there was Rihanna Taylor was an EMT. What does it matter if she was an EMT, which she was not um, an EMT? She was an EMT at one time. She was working at, uh, I think, a hospital, uh, an, an aide or something like that, like a nurse's assistant at a hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, but th- th- then again, you know, there's a picture of her in our, her EMT uniform. The picture's from four or five years ago. You know, what does it matter that she was an expire, aspiring nurse? Well, it, it, context matters, right? Context sure. matters in the Jacob Blake case. Context matters in the George Floyd case. Um, and and we, we, we tend to lose that. Uh, when you're looking at listening to the quote unquote fake news media, um, and but um, uh, like I said uh, before, we we're living in Saul Alinsky's America. I do believe it was Chris Matthews who a couple years ago said um, uh, said about Saul Alinsky, he was a great man and mentor <laughs> to him. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it, it's, it's on YouTube. I look it up. It's uh, it's it's pretty interesting to to, to hear that coming yeah. from a, a quote unquote journalist. Well, that, and 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 one that wrote a book. I'm, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Chris Matthews didn't get a thrill up his leg reading uh, Rules for Radicals. Probably, probably. <laughs> a thrill up his leg would be, would be priceless. Uh, well, similar, <laughs> similar to all of this stuff, Ben, as I'm sure you're aware, is the fact that the reason the police showed up and why Jacob Blake was shot and killed, 
uh, are, are numerous and never mentioned in the lamestream media. They were responding to a call from his girlfriend, fiance, whatever you want to call her, because uh, she had a restraining order against Jacob Blake for a felony sexual assault charge. In addition to that, yep. when a guy is tased twice, uh, when he puts a police officer in a headlock, when he attempts to reach for a knife on the floorboard of his car. Uh, he actually did have the knife in, uh, in his hand when he was walking around the car. So uh, uh, the knife in his hand, you can see in the video. As, as, as I've said on multiple occasions, we're not suffering from systemic racism. We are suffering from systemic refusal to surrender policefully, uh, to surrender peacefully to police officers. If, if and, and the quickest... Sorry, sorry to no. get you off there. The Go ahead. quickest way to defund the police in any anywhere in the country, anywhere in the world, the quickest way to defund the police, stop committing crime. Yeah, that would do it. That would do it. But that's too simple a solution. People are always going to look for the easy way. Uh, thank you for the call. I appreciate it, Ben. Good to hear from you today. Friday free for all. We'll be right back. Annie is going to update the news. And uh, we go back to the phones here on Friday on WORD. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. Great to have you along this hot TGIF edition of the Bobby Mac Show as we head into the Labor Day weekend. Uh, back to the phones we go. And uh, as, as you know, uh, on Friday you can talk about anything you want using the Ingalls Advantage talk line number, 800-347-1063. Let's go to Lyman next and bring in Mike. Hello, Mike, and welcome to the show. Thank you, Bobby. Uh, long time, first time. Uh-huh. Um, uh, Money Penny, do you have the uh, welcoming cowbell handy? There we go. We, we keep it handy, Mike, just for special individuals such as yourself. Thank you, Money Penny. Um, I just wanted to bring up uh, yesterday, Dr. Fauci came on today's show mm -hmm. and uh, started spouting about the holiday season, uh, Labor Day coming up, and a potential twindemic you know and he he spouted uh spouted about july 4th memorial day didn't bring a, anything up about protests or you know looting rioters and i'm thinking he comes out of the shadows again to warn us not to have a good holiday you know right it just, right it just, yeah. uh it's the, the the guy is the harbinger of doom i would go so far as to suggest Mike, that before he went on the Today Show yesterday, Fauci sold his stocks short to make big-time money because he knew 
that contradicting what the president had just said, what the CDC had just said the day before, would send the market tumbling. And sure enough, it went down 900 points. Good job, Doc. Yeah, yeah I know. It, it, it just gets so frustrating. As a health care provider, flu season's coming. Um, a lot of us have to get flu shots um, or, you know, opt out, but wear a mask, which is... Right. Well, we got to do anyways, right? Yeah. It's just, it's crazy. I, uh, I got uh, an email. I got an email today, Mike, that you might be interested in hearing uh, from uh, Andy. And I said, uh, Bobby, enjoy yeah. listening to you after Rush. Because I'm growing weary of hearing the latest COVID statistics without any context, I decided to assess the relative risk of COVID compared to more common health risks that our society has lived with over the years. I looked only at statistics for the state of South Carolina, going to the scdhec.gov site to pull all the data. I found that the number of deaths is comparable to COPD diseases and accidents from all causes, that is, transportation, falls, drowning, poisoning, gunshot, etc., compared to flu and pneumonia, about 3.2 times more people have died of COVID than those two diseases take annually. No hype, just the facts to determine our risk tolerance and how fear affects our perception. And, and I thought it was interesting, and, and I'm going to forward this email on to Ms. Punnypenny, uh, because it has a graph on here uh, that, that spells it out, uh, well, graphically, for lack of a better word. Yes, <laughs> I know. Uh, out here, out here in Lyman, uh, you know, we're just waiting for him to come for us, I guess. Yep. And uh, and uh, you know, there's so much fake news, and it, it's crazy. But um, we're just trying to hold our own out here. Yeah, it, it uh, it's I tough. I appreciate but... everything you do. Well, thank you, Mike. I appreciate that very much, and I appreciate you being a first-time caller. And don't be a stranger. Uh, come back often. We enjoy having you here. Hey, Four forty. Uh, yes, sir. Our our roads are getting paved out here in Holly Spring. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> I guess it, I guess the text line worked. <laughs> uh, in response to. Uh, the, uh, the effort earlier this week to make sure that these uh, mail-in drop boxes were not approved by uh, the South Carolina Senate. Uh, I am told by my friend Dave at Fan of SC that 2,700 text messages were received by our state senators in Columbia uh, in the 24 hours leading up to the vote, uh, which did away with these unattended uh, mail-in ballot uh, drop-off spots. So, yeah, uh, your voice is You heard. make a difference. Well, you guys and, make a difference. And, and, and you do too, Mike. You do too. I appreciate it, my friend. Thanks for the call. Uh, let me go next to uh, Inman. Uh, we got back-to-back mics. This is another mic as well. Hi, Mike, and welcome to the program. Well, hey there, hole in one, Bobby Mack. Yes, sir. Two of them in my career. How are you today? So far, so good. Well, my uncle always told me, if you want to talk to the Indians, go see the chief. Correct. Okay. Okay, chief, tell me something. <laughs> uh, Senator Lindsey Graham, mm-hmm. you know, every night he's on Fox News 
if he can find a camera, he's there, right? This is true. Okay, he hasn't been on Fox News in two or three weeks, and you know he was not invited to President Trump's acceptance uh, ceremony, you know, in Washington. I'm, I'm, going on? I'm, I'm sure that was probably just uh, a clerical oversight, don't you think, Mike? <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah. Well, look, Lindsey, uh, you know, he's he's uh, he, he vacillates from one point of the of the compass to the other. You know, when he had his abortive presidential campaign going, uh, Donald Trump uh, was worse than uh, Hitler and Stalin and uh, Pol Pot and Chairman Mao all combined. Now, uh, in more recent days, the senior senator from South Carolina has sensed the growing popularity of the incumbent president. And what do you know? Uh, he has uh, suddenly come over from never Trumper to uh, one of his biggest backers. Uh, but I suspect that uh, the president and, uh, and his family and his advisors suspect that somebody whose beliefs and support change like the wind uh, is probably not to be depended upon. I think he's in real serious trouble on re-election. He's got the uh, strongest challenge he's had in some time for a couple of reasons, I think, Mike. And you tell me, number one is that Jamie Harrison is a pretty decent candidate. He's certainly well-funded. He's got millions of dollars, so he can run ads all the time where he never mentions that he's a Democrat. And the other, the other side of the coin is that, let's face it, a lot of people don't like Lindsey and are not going to vote for him, either by leaving that space blank or even some of them uh, may vote for, I don't know, a libertarian candidate for Senate. I am assuming there's one on the ballot uh, or, or even uh, voting for Harrison as a way to thumb their nose at Lindsey. What do you think? Well, I'd go the libertarian route because, you know, all the information I've received about Jamie, you know, he's more on the socialist side yes. of the road than anywhere else. Right. Yeah, one of the most effective commercials that Lindsey ran is the one where Jamie Harrison is talking about uh, Nancy Pelosi having been his mentor and his guiding light and blah, blah, blah. So, uh, you know, if if you need any evidence of uh, what his ideology is, what his own personal beliefs are, uh, he looks at Pelosi as a mentor. Any questions? I tell you what, no saying goes ain't looking good. No, it's uh, it's going to be interesting. It is really going to be interesting. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate the call. Good to have you here today, sir. Quarter before five you, here Bob. on the. You, you bet. Thank you, sir. Quarter before five here on the Bobby Mac Show. Take a quick break here. Right back with more. The TGIF edition rolls on here on WORD.
Welcome back. This is encouraging to see. You know the woman that owns the hair salon in San Francisco uh, where Pelosi claims she was set up? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, the GoFundMe page set up for San Francisco hair salon owner Erica Kias amid the controversy with House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. The GoFundMe page has raised $132,000 as of today. The fundraising, fundraising page was created yesterday. Its goal is set at $300,000. Uh, story from Fox, Erica Kias, single mother of two and owner, owner of E-Salon, where House Speaker Pelosi got her hair done on Monday, is now being forced to shut down and relocate her business and family due to outrage and threats she's been receiving adding all donations will go directly to Erica to pay off any debts from the business that she is forced to shut down, expenses to relocate and reopen in a new location. Uh, may I suggest to you, uh, Erica, someplace other than Cali? Uh, it's full of leftists, and you see what they're like, death threats and all the rest. To the phones we go. Jerry is uh, next up here on the Bobby Mac Friday Free for All. Hi, Jerry. Welcome to the program. You know, when, when I was coming up Lawrence Road at 385, it made me think I wish I'd have brought a container to put some of that traffic jam in. It's been good on hardest distance. <laughs> hey, listen, on a Friday afternoon, I hear you, brother. Well, Fridays are crazy enough anyway without a holiday weekend. True enough. But, uh, Anyway, I heard two predictions by two different guests on Coast to Coast uh, about the election. Mm -hmm. One just threw the electoral, uh, one, uh, no, the popular vote out the window and said that uh, uh, Trump would uh, win by a landslide with electorals, but didn't say how many. And predicted that Trump would get 348 and Biden. 192. Interesting. And you know, the some of the Democrats have been uh, pushing the theory that, well, uh, Trump may, uh, may be declared the winner on election night, but when they go back and do all the Democrat ballot harvesting and the phony mail-in ballots that show up, that a week or so later, uh, suddenly we'll discover that uh, Biden uh, was the winner because of all the ballot stuffing. I'm I, I think they're whistling past the graveyard, Jerry. Uh, and one question I have for you about the electoral. Yes, That's sir. 540. Is that set up to where neither it would be impossible for both of them to get 270? Uh, it actually has happened in, in the past uh, when the Electoral College total number was lower. And in that instance then the, uh, the Congress had to vote state by state to decide the presidency. Uh, that's how John Quincy Adams got elected. Well, another question that made me think, has it ever happened to where neither one of them got 270? Uh, that's a good question, and I believe... Uh, I get, or am I giving you too too much food for thought? I, <laughs> well, that that's easy enough to do, Jerry. Uh, and and I'm trying to to scan my memory. Uh, I I don't think there has ever been an instance where neither one uh, got enough. But I'll have to go back and look. 
Joking. And one other thing, at about 4.30, when I come out of the bike shop, you said something about deer, and that made me think, uh, you, and then I'll let you go. You have any idea what one buck said to another when another buck come trotting by? Uh, no, I'll bite. Uh, no, what did uh, one buck say I'd to really another? I'd like to have his dough. Thanks, Jerry. I will. Hey, I'm, uh, we've, glad, I'm uh, glad I could be your afternoon's entertainment. My my pleasure. Somebody, it's a difficult job, Jerry, but somebody's got to do it, bud. Thank you, sir. <laughs> uh, let's get uh, Dennis in here. He is in uh, Easley. Hey, Dennis, and welcome to the Friday Free For All. Hey, Bobby, real quick question. Do you recall about three or four weeks ago there was a shooting incident in D.C.? When the president was giving a press conference, they took them off real quick and brought them back. I do remember that, yeah. Secret Service came out and uh, pulled the president back into the Oval. Did you ever hear any follow-up details on that at all? It seemed like it dropped off the radar about as quick as it happened. Uh, That's interesting. No, I never did uh, hear any further follow-up on that. So uh, that leaves me to assume it was not some wacko that uh, had ill intent against the president. I suspect uh, it may have been your more typical street crime kind of thing, uh, an argument between people, a drug deal gone bad, something like that, uh, where shots ended up fired. And naturally, the uh, Secret Service is going to do what they do best. Hi, y'all have a good weekend. Thank you, Dennis. I hope you do too. Have a safe Labor Day weekend. Uh, text line has been jammed up all day, and apologies because I've had difficulty uh, catching up there. Hey, Bobby received a notice on my Facebook account to request a voter uh, ma- uh, a voter's ballot from North Carolina. That is not where I live. I live in South Carolina. Besides, I am voting in person. Well, not to worry. You know, Facebook is certainly not going to interfere in the electoral process. <laughs> Uh, I mean, Bobby, if you think about it, Lindsey Graham is holding us, holding us hostage. I don't know about you, but that ticks me off. Uh, Bobby, if you use the 94% number from the CDC study, then it would be way lower than normal flu deaths in South Carolina. Bobby, I analyzed same with charts, and if you normalize the COVID deaths, by restoring the flu deaths for 2020 back to historical norms, then COVID deaths are the same as normal flu each year in South Carolina. I'll forward you the email. Look forward to it. Thank you. Stand by. Long holiday Labor Day weekend is on the way, and we kick it off officially after the news. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.